Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, folks, we're back for another edition of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're at, we've been having a blast lately, haven't we, Chris? Absolutely. I mean, we've been doing such cool stuff. I mean, we, we've talked to Eddie Trunk. You know, we, we had that great conversation with Loretta Caravella mm-hmm. um, talking about Eric Carr. Uh, we've done, you know, Radio Sucks radio shows. I mean, the just give me give me a little clue on the insight of, you know, what kind of numbers we're doing here. I mean, you tell me we're doing good, but I want to know how good. Yeah, I, uh, I consulted our stats on our hosting site and uh, just to let everyone know that we want to, well, first off, want to thank everyone who's listened and is listening now. For those of you that have just started listening to the show, we had a record month in Fe- in February. This will be, I think, this is our last or second to last show in February, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to the weekly format this month, and it has totally paid off in spades. Not money, but um, in fans. We've we had, uh, I believe, just a little. We're, we're approaching four thousand downloads for February, which is probably about double or triple amount of what we usually do in a month. See, and that's cool, and that's what I've said all along. If you, as long as you know the people are out there, they're downloading it, they're listening to it, they're enjoying it. We've been getting tons of great feedback on it, and you know that lights a fire under our ass. You know, when we first started this, we weren't really good about coming out with new episodes every single week, but the more interest that we got in the episodes, and the more positive feedback we've gotten the more it's you know inspired us to really kind of step up our game and really deliver these shows at least once a week you know so that's where we're at right now we're at once a week and uh you know we've done some really cool stuff and we've got some really cool stuff coming up on the line that I'd you know love to tell you about but there's a couple of things we're going to keep hush hush just yeah, just for now but just we like to surprise <clears throat> you folks and uh right we don't want to ruin it yeah and as i've mentioned before before we did the Eddie Trunk episode i I wouldn't let the cat out of the bag on that. Not, and I really wanted to tell everybody. Well, yeah, I but, really did. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I, I have a friend named Murphy, and he shows up from time to time. And I was like, if I say wh- what we're going to have on next, 
then I'll like find. As, as soon as you say that, your computer the will computer burst will crash into flames, and I will I will lose it. And uh, we, we interviewed <laughs> somebody else that's notable in the rock world, uh, particularly in the from the '80s, but they're still uh, playing this past week. And um, it was a fun, fun, it was a fun interview. conversation. But we're not going to tell you that one either, right? <laughs> so just in case, and uh, you can expect that one next week. But the and we've got more stuff online. You know, we've been talking to different people all over the world right now. You know, people are calling us, contacting, wanting to to do the show, and it that's great. You know, because that's why we're here. We want to give exposure to hard rap, hard rock, and heavy metal bands that you know deserve it in an age where you know these bands maybe aren't getting the publicity that, that you know we feel they deserve so you know and you guys as fans deserve to hear it so you know we're here for you and we're here for them and we're going to continue to be here and uh we've got some cool stuff going on today as a matter of fact as yeah. well too um it wasn't too long ago that somebody suggested that we look at each other's ipods mm -hmm. and uh kind of pick out you know I don't know, things you'd be surprised to see. And boy, oh boy, was I surprised with what I found in your iPod. Well, I was surprised Jeez. by what I found in yours. And uh, this is this is a new segment we're doing for the show. And this this segment's called Defend Your iPod. And we'll have a hopefully have a fancy uh, intro thing for this uh, on this episode. But if not, then we didn't do it in time. But you'll still get to hear it. Well, the other thing is, is that, you know, you look at Chris and, and myself, and we are, you know, hard rockers, metalheads through and through. But just like anybody, I'm sure you, the listener at home, may have an iPod or a music player that you've got loaded full of Metallica and Slayer and, you know, Motley Crue and, and Spice Girls. Uh, it's possible. You know, that's the thing. You know, you never know. There are other songs have snuck in there or have been put in there or not deleted from there for whatever reasons. Well, everybody's got that. You yeah, know, they just so. show up sometimes. And they just show up sometimes. And that's, well, they are uh, showing up today. So. I guess we get right into it. I, oh, uh, and uh, well, before we do the defend your iPod thing, we want to mention today's episode is a is a basically based around cover songs. Our right. our favorite rock and metal cover songs. Right. But I just before we got into that, <clears throat> like I said, this had been something we talked about doing. Uh, talked to a few people, thought it was a great idea. So we're gonna go ahead and and bust this out first. You're gonna make fun of each other a little bit before we get into. Uh, we're basically doing a, a um, Radio Sucks radio show today, but we're going to do it with a theme, and that theme is really cool cover songs. Yeah. What I found on your iPod is not either a cover song or is it cool by any means. <laughs> it's cool to, to middle-aged housewives. <laughs> yeah. I don't see any of them hosting this uh, podcast. All right. Well... We'll go. I know you've been waiting with bated breath for the last thirty seconds. So, Chris uh, Zinzak, you've got "Angel of the Morning" by Juice Newton oh. on your iPod. Why? What is up with that? Well, <gasps> it's I insane. Insane. I mean, seriously, play a little bit of it. Just you know, right. for the people that don't know, you know, Chris Zinzak, big fan of Kiss, big fan of Anthrax. You know, loves Metallica. You know, loves all these great heavy bands. But wait, there's this. That doesn't scream metal to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Decibel Geek Podcast. We're going to change our format because of you. I like that part. Okay, now let's have an open mind here. There's a few reasons I downloaded this song. Well, I didn't download this song in particular. That riff is kind of cool. All right. Listen, if this was a metal song, wait for it, wait for it. Ready? Hang on, here it comes. Hang <laughs> You're on, like Beavis and Butthead. Listen. Dun, 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 dun. 
All right, I mean, so your potential, you're, I guess. You're defending it for me. I don't even have but, to. But, you know, it's still a goofy song, man. I mean, is this... I, oh, wait. Here's the chorus. Okay. Well, there goes our numbers. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. iPods are being shut off all over the world right now. Okay, I'm going to turn it down Okay, now. so, you know, all laughing and fun aside, you know, and why in the world is this on your iPod? Um, why is this in your personal music selection? Okay, I had a few reasons for this song winding up in my i. It's actually in a my i. Reasons. It's in my iTunes. It's not in my iPod. Let's make that clear right off. Yeah, I've got to turn this off because now I'm starting. <laughs> I'm going to turn red here in a second. Oh, it's going off right now. Well, if, okay. if in his defense, it is under the heading of lovemaking music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which sex is a little bit up for debate, but um. So yeah, okay, Juice Newton is a female songwriter from the early 80s, late 1970s. The song, let's give the facts first and then I'm going to give my defense. Okay. The facts are this song was number one on the adult contemporary chart in 1981. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, It was up for a Grammy. I'm sure, yeah. It was written by Chip Taylor, who is a famous songwriter who, well, his biggest song that he wrote is Wild Thing by the Trogs. Yeah? Yeah, he wrote Wild Thing. See, that's a rock song. Um, he also wrote Rock Soldiers for Fraley's Comet. Really? Yes, the same guy that wrote this wrote an Ace Fraley song. I don't get that, though. I mean, that, that <laughs> song's so autobiographical. Uh, autobiographical. He wrote it for Ace. Huh. Yes. Wow. Chip I never Taylor wrote this song, and he's also Angelina Jolie's uncle. He's John Voight's brother. Really? Yeah, those are the facts. Wow. Not that that bones up my argument much. Not really. Okay, the reason this song wound up in my iTunes... I, a couple of years ago, when I was still into very heavily into pirating music, don't come after me, ASCAP, um, I downloaded, I wanted, I was, we were planning a trip to like a, a, a place I grew up in Georgia, and I kind of wanted to take a trip down memory lane on the drive down, so I grew up there in the 80s, so I was like, well, let, let me just download a huge 80s compilation, and we'll listen to it in the CD player. Right. So I downloaded this thing called 80s Giga Hits, and it's called Giga Hits because it was like two gigs worth of 80s music. Right. Was that like 200 some songs? It was a lot. It was hundreds yeah. of songs, and I got it off Pirate Bay, and uh, and I kept it, and the only part I can't really defend is I did trim off quite a bit of fat from it, and this song's still in there. That's, so. This song made the cut. This one made the cut. This song came out at a time when the only, and I remember when this song was new. I was about four years old, but I do remember it. This came out at a time when the only real choices you had on radio was stuff like Devo, or right. Kim Karn singing Betty Davis Eyes, sounding like right. she smokes eight packs of cigarettes a day. Well, a whole lot of Tina Turner. Right, which although some people would say Kim Karn's Juice Newton, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm curious to find out what in the world did you find on mine? I mean, oh, I got boy. nothing bad. Everything on there is metal. Everything. Every yeah. single song. I don't... I there's, don't... there's nothing on my iPod that is not metal. None. What about, what about this? Oh, yeah. Let's turn it up a little. <laughs> Listen to this. Yes. Aaron, what the fuck is this? Well, it's just the greatest country music song ever. <laughs> okay, so you. Right, who you, is this? You dug Aaron? deep. Uh, this is actually a band called uh, Gary Lee and Showdown. And, uh,. Boy, you dug deep for this one. Yeah. I'd never heard this before. It's great. And I hope I never hear it again. Oh. 
you know, and, and we, people realize that we live in Nashville, Tennessee, and, you know, it is considered the country music capital of the world. So, you know, when I got ready to move down here from Wisconsin, I figured I had to culture myself in some country music because, you know, yeah, you know, I don't mind the old Johnny Cash and some of the old outlaw country. It's not bad, you know, but it's not really, you know, hard rock, heavy metal like I enjoy, but... These guys, I mean, this song got played all the time on the radio up north back home and uh, really don't know a whole lot about it. I know it's Gary Lee and Showdown. I know it's the rodeo song. I know he's... uh... (laughs) Listen to this. All right, now that line there, he sounds... Fucking jerk. Listen to this. Getting on my nerves. (laughs) I love it. Off to the rodeo. Okay, the thing about Pecker in his hand and he's a one ball man. Now, Aaron, testicular cancer is no laughing matter. I know. The guy lost a ball, give him a break. There's no reason they should write a song about that. Well, you know, it obviously doesn't bother him too bad. He's still got his Pecker in his hand and he's off to the rodeo. And he's got a heater in his truck. This is great northern country music. I can't believe we just sat through the whole song. (laughs) Okay. Short but sweet. (laughs) All right. This song sounds like <laughs> Ray Stevens huffing paint. Oh. And it's a band from Canada. Yeah, as well, you it know. It shows you that Canada has no business in country music. I think it shows that Canadians should be forming more country bands and then all moving down to Nashville and showing these guys how it's done. Well, I read on their wiki page that the band disbanded in the mid-80s. Oh. But I've got a theory that they probably decided to come down here and tour and were trampled by rodeo bulls. Well, that sounds about accurate to me. Are you ready to get on with the show now? Yeah, let's get on with the show <laughs> for the five listeners that we have left after nice. listening to that. Yeah, I guess we should have told everybody that we were actually going to rock out after this was done. So uh, we decided we're going to do another Radio Sucks radio show. The premise of this is that your radio stations are not playing you the rock that you deserve, but we do. And right. we're and we're glad to do it. Uh, we talked about doing, you know, themed versions of this. And, of course, one of the first ideas that popped up was doing cover songs. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many great metal bands, hard rock bands out there doing great cover songs of other hard rock bands. You know, other songs, maybe not you know what you think would be a cover by these bands but still they turn out good personally i love it when a rock band takes a song that may not really rock that much Mm -hmm. and then really rock it out right those are my personal favorites so we each gonna go ahead and pick five all right i'll go no i'll go first and we'll start with and these are really in no particular order because we're very indecisive here right um number i number five is actually just a couple of years old the cover version is the, the original song came out in the 70s this song's by a band from the 70s called well some people call them sweet some people call them the sweet the, I always just called them sweet. I, some, I used to call them the sweet, so oh. I don't know. It's like the Ohio State University. Oh, but uh, this is a and this was a great one for me to pick because for years, um, whenever I would hear the song "It's Fox on the Run" by the Sweet, I would every time I for years when I heard it, I, was, I would think well, that guy kind of sounds like Ace Frehley singing the song because yeah. or I would be like this would be a great song for Kiss to do because right. it, it has that same kind of vibe, and um, and then. Sure enough, a few years ago on Anomaly, that Ace's new solo album, he had mentioned, I think it was his hairdresser, had said to him while she was doing his hair that um, she always thought that he sounded like he would be a good fit for that song as a cover. Right. So he decided to do it, and it was like, and a lot of Kiss fans on message boards over the years have all said that we wanted to hear Ace do this song, so it was, it was kind of a cool thing where the planets aligned, and he actually did something actually the fans did wanted. It. And uh, it's a really cool cover. So uh, here's Ace Fraley with, uh, cool. with uh, Fox on the Run. Fox on the 
I love that version of that song, man. Ace really, really takes that. And like you said, it, it kind of, you know, the way the planets aligned for him to be able to, to cover that song. But, uh, I mean, he, he really makes it his own. I mean, I prefer this version way over the original. And uh, I just, it's great. You know, if you're talking about great cover tunes, that's a great way to start out the show. Well, it's right a good there. melodic rock song, it. and it fits in today even. Yeah, and it does, you know. Yeah. I mean, I can hear that getting played on the radio. I wish it had. <laughs> yeah, you know, not any radio stations that I know of. But, hey, the Decibel Geek Podcast plays st- it for you. I still think that should have been the single rather than Outer Space. That's just my opinion, though. You know, I, I can almost agree with that. Yeah. I can almost agree with that. Um, hey, let's keep with the theme of running. You know, we're, right. we're Fox on the run. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, my next, my first pick um, came out in 2001. Here's a band, you know, I don't really listen to a lot of their stuff, but this song is just unbelievably cool. Um, It came off their album Oracle. It's a cover of Pink Floyd, Off the Walls, Run Like Hell. Get ready for this. This is going to blow your mind. This is heavy and it's awesome. This is Kitty, Run Like Hell on the Decibel Geek Podcast presents Radio Sucks Radio Show cover versions.
All right, welcome back to Decibel Geek Podcast Radio Sucks Radio Show. Doing the cover thing today. That's a cool song by Kitty. I'd never heard that one before. So, That's pretty yeah, awesome. Pretty like I said, I don't really listen to a lot of Kitty, but that song is just mind-blowingly good. I can't do my typical Pink Floyd thing and like smoke a blunt and lay back and listen to that. It kind of makes me want to beat the shit out of somebody. Right. But, uh, but that's a good one. And uh going to go on to uh, my my next choice here. This song is uh, is has probably has not been heard by a lot of you at all, or if you have heard it, it's been a long time since you have. Now, growing up in Nashville, we had um, the classic rock station here in Nashville, and it's very well known for playing like the same 20, 30 songs over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. This song, the original version being one of them, and this song, I got so burned out on this song back in the 80s and early 90s that I really hated it, but in the late 80s, uh, White Lion came out with a cover of this song. This song is Radar Love by Golden Earring. Which is a is a good straight it up good classic song. rock song. I and I I dug it, but I got so burned on it after a right. while. And then White Line, this this White Line came around during the time when um all the fancy guitar playing came out and Vito Brada was certainly among those yeah, guys. Yeah, that guy was good. And I this is when I started playing guitar, so it's kinda like, you know, when you learn how to jerk off, when you you start out you you just you're just plugging away as fast as you can for five <laughs> for five seconds and then as you get older you become more tasteful and you appreciate wow. going slow and making it last. That's why when you start out with guitar players you like stuff like early Vinnie Vincent and Vito Brado where it's just flying all over the fretboard and then later you learn to appreciate Stevie Ray Vaughan where it take, takes a little bit more time. Right. And yeah, I'd really I just so. I'd really that's... just reference rock music and masturbation all in one shot. That's why that's why well, we're a great you know, show. Stick with what you know, Chris. Yeah, Exactly. Stick with oh, what you know. I'm, I'm an expert on that subject. <laughs> but um, so yeah, lots of lonely years. But uh, yeah, so White Line came along, and this is not um, Vito's most flashy solo. He actually did a pretty good, tasteful thing with a little bit of those tricks thrown in. I wonder what ever happened to that guy. He's actually kind of a recluse, and I, I believe Eddie Trunk, recent guest on the show, did interview him a couple of years ago, and all that he really said was he dropped out to um, take care of his dad, who was in a lot of bad health and was running yeah. running whatever the family business was. But yeah, I would love, and why um, Mike Tramp has said that he would lo- still love to do a reunion with White Line, but uh, it's all up to Vito. Well, so, let's uh, get video on the uh, Decibel Geek podcast and try to talk him into it. We'll send the email out this week. We'll awesome. see what we can do. Why not? But yeah, so in the meantime, this is a track that you probably haven't heard in a while, if at all, but this is White Lion covering Golden Earring with Radar Love.
right, very cool song. I like that cover version. Radar Love, White Lion. We're going to keep things rolling here on the Decibel Geek Podcast presents Radio Sucks Radio Show cover versions. Um, I've got a good one here. You guys are going to really dig this. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you've ever heard this one before. The CD came out in 1998. It was uh, Thunderbolt, a tribute to ACDC, and had all kinds of different artists on there. And this is basically, it's Ugly Kid Joe, but on the CD they were announced as the the Mighty Witskateer Band or the Fantastic <laughs> Witskateer Band or something like that. It's basically, it's like three-fifths of Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah. And I think the way it went down was they recorded the music here, sent it to Whitfield Crane to lay the vocals on it in Australia and sent it back. They did this song. They also did a cover of Ride On on that CD, which is also really cool. But this is badass. I mean, you got to check this out. It's Ugly Kid Joe doing live wire. Listen in the middle of the song. They kind of do like a guitar solo medley sort of a thing. You're really going to dig this. Ah, screw it. Let's get right to it. Ugly Kid Joe, live wire, now.
contemplating the mysteries of the universe, like what were Metallica and Lou Reed smoking? This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. How the hell do we wind up like this? Why weren't we able? No, I don't want to hear that Nickelback song again. Really, this is the Decibel Geek Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Decibel Geek Podcast presents Radio Sucks Radio Show Undercovers. I'm having fun today. This is great. Yeah, this is a good good time. And uh, Ugly Kid Joe, good track. Uh, my next one is a band that is definitely, they have plenty of great original material, but they're certainly known for their covers, and it was damn hard to pick just one here. So I did narrow it down to one. I've been on a Thin Lizzy kick over the last few months, and uh, I never really appreciated those guys as much as I do now. Uh, maybe it's part of getting older. I'm not sure, but... Uh, as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate their catalog, and I've uh, just been listening to a ton of their stuff. And then I've got Anthrax's many, many cover songs. And uh, Anthrax is like they're like the masters of cover songs. Yeah. I mean, they can take any song and really rock it out and make it cool. I think it all started with them with like uh, when I first realized it was their cover of Parasite. Yeah, that's a great. You one. know, is just off uh, the Attack of the Killer Bees. I mean, to take a song that was already pretty damn cool. But then their version of it was so good that I think even Kiss went back and said, "Hey, we got to start playing it like Anthrax plays it." Right. And you know, uh, the cover of the Kiss song they did on the uh, "Kiss My Ass," "Kiss My yeah, Ass," she. yeah, she. Yeah. And uh, they've done "Watching You," mm-hmm. and I mean, they've just, I mean, Anthrax can take yeah. any song and make it cool. He can take that Gary Lee and Showdown song and uh, rock that all. That would be awesome. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Angel of the Morning, they could rock that out. Yeah, now that one they could kick some they ass. They could definitely kick some ass. Yeah, on Scotty that one. and pu- busting out the Juice Newton. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, great. That's almost as far as a stretch as this one that you've got picked. Estrogen metal. <laughs> but yeah, hey, so, don't be starting up any new genres now, especially nothing like that. We've already got that. It's called emo yeah. and new metal. It's and all the same thing. Emo, it's estrogen rock, estrogen rock, emo, same thing. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah. So Anthrax, I was obviously would have been an easy choice to pick a Kiss tune, but you know, everybody, I know I got a lot of Kiss fans listening to this, and I'm sorry guys, but I had to go with something a little different. I wanted to get some Thin Lizzy on this show, so I got uh, Anthrax doing Cowboy Song. This is very cool. I remember when this came out, as a, it was the uh, B-side to Black Lodge. Yeah, yeah, great tune. So go ahead and check this out. And, and if you haven't gotten into Thin Lizzy, look up that old stuff. Some good songs there. I am just a cowboy Lonesome on the trail Starry night
That's a pretty cool version of that uh, Thin Lizzy song. It's kind of light for Anthrax, but... Yeah, they make it work, though. Yeah, it still works. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I do like it a lot. Uh, like I said, that was a cover song uh, a cover song that was on the B-side for Black Lodge, and that was when uh, John Bush first joined the band. Yeah. Wasn't there a Kiss song on that on that yep. CD single, um, too, with, with Gene and Paul actually on it with them? Was it, yeah, it was Love Her All I Can. Love Her All the I Can. Dress to Kill album. Yeah, that was a pretty and, oddball Well, technically, a Wicked Lester tune, actually. Yeah, technically. Yeah, it goes all the way back to Wicked Luster. Nice. Kind of a light song. Anthrax still makes it work. I'm going to kick it up a notch. We got to get heavy. We got to get heavy. We, we got to get Juice Newton. We got to get we got to get past all the Juice Newton in the in the rodeo song and all that. <laughs> Juice um, Newton and Rednecks. <laughs> right. Yankee country music. Yeah. Um I got a song right here. This is pretty awesome. Came off the uh, Twisted Sister tribute is uh, Forever Twisted. Yeah. And that CD was pretty awesome. Had a lot of different bands on there doing Twisted Sister songs. This one was easily, easily my favorite. Uh, among the Lit and the uh, Seven Dust and all the other great bands that were on there, this one blows them all away. And this is a guy that has done a ton of cover songs over the years, covering everything from Shock Me to Children of the Dam to Tom Sawyer. I mean, if if there's a song out there that can be covered, this guy can do it and he can do it well. Because basically he can take just about any song there is and make it better by virtue of his voice alone. Yeah. Talking about Sebastian Bach, this is off Forever Twisted. Crank this one up. You can't stop rock and roll. You can only hope to contain it. Yeah, yeah.
Well, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and uh, shift gears into something pretty heavy. And uh, years ago, I got the Metallica Garage Incorporated album. Yes. It has loads of great covers on it. Yes. And this song came to mind because I've been recently watching the uh, Metal Evolution stuff on uh, VH1 and talking about the new wave of British heavy metal. And one of the bands that was a big part of that was Diamond Head. And... Uh, Diamond Head's a very underrated group, um, but and also are most well known for being one of Metallica's biggest by far influences. Right. Um, you know, you've heard uh, "Am I Evil?" That's a Diamond Head song, and that would have been an easy choice. I'm not going to play "Am I Evil" because we right. all know that one. But this one comes off Garage Incorporated, and I think Metallica takes this song and completely takes it to another level. And Kirk's playing is awesome on it. It's yeah. just it's just a kick-ass song from start to finish. This song is called The Prince. It's by Metallica. It's the cover of a Diamond Head track. Crank it up and enjoy.
can't go wrong with that Metallica. You know, like you said, Diamond Head was such a huge influence on them. And, you know, I think that originally a lot of people just assumed that, you know, Am I Evil was a Metallica song. I did. Yeah. You know, I did too. You know, and I think even on that Metal Evolution, they say they play it, but they wouldn't necessarily say, you know, <laughs> this was from some European band that you've never heard of. They right. just let people assume that it was their song. You know, eventually it came out. And uh, I think it's cool, you know, bands like that, uh, Diamond Head, um, Budgie, you mm -hmm. know, these bands that Metallica liked to cover back then. Budgie, whether Gene Simmons wants to admit it or not, is a huge Kiss influence. Yeah. And one of these days, actually maybe even next week, I will play you some stuff where you can definitely tell that Kiss completely ripped them off really? for some of their songs. Because I've got a couple of songs by them on the iPod um, in the in the grip of the tighter fitters, a good one. Yeah, we will, uh, and, uh, we will we'll expose to, that. We'll bust out some budgie for you on a coming up uh, upcoming show of the Radio Sucks radio show because God knows no radio stations are going to play any budgie <laughs> no. or diamond head or nothing for you, so <laughs> we can. Um, going to keep things rolling for you here. My next pick, you're going to like this. This is a good one. This is cool. A lot of people probably haven't heard this. This came out on a CD called uh, Humanary Stew. It was a tribute to Alice Cooper, and there was a lot of great bands on there, a lot of great artists. Uh, Dio's on there doing Welcome to My Nightmare. Um, uh, Bruce Dickinson's on there doing some stuff. Uh, it's a really cool CD. This one I especially like. It's Vince Neil teamed up with his Motley Crue bandmate Mick Mars, also Billy Sheehan on bass. I think Bob Kulik's got something to do with it because mm -hmm. he does, you know, like you say, all these He's tributes. He's the tribute album guy. You know, which is cool. I love these tributes. Yeah. I like it when they take, like, a, a different artists from different bands and then put them together and then, uh, you know, see what they can come up with. And it's usually pretty good because, you know, we like cover songs. It's like a royal rumble of metal. I like that. Wow. Nice. <laughs> so long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> the next one's not. No. Um, so there's Billy Sheehan, Mick Mars, and the one and only from Motley Crue, Vince Neil, doing their cover of Alice Cooper classic, Cold Ethel. This one's really awesome. You guys want to get it loud right now. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast presents Radio Sucks Radio Show. We're doing the covers. This one's got to be loud. He's cold as a little skill 
good old vince neal in the studio actually singing all the words instead of every third word like he does live good track there sounding good too old ethel by uh alice cooper band you gotta you gotta love the uh the mick mars guitar playing on that mick mars is, is a pretty underrated guy big time not I mean, an eddie van halen but he plays some good tasteful stuff I sh- i'd put him up there and we I'd will put mick mars right up there we will have to do an in-depth motley crew uh episode one of these days absolutely there's been some requests for it yeah absolutely all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and pick my, uh, and you know, I said these are in no particular order, but at the moment, this is probably my favorite metal cover song, and it, it got some airplay a few years back on radio, but I just love what uh, the person responsible for this did, and took he just took it and just made it so awesome. Ozzy did a great vocal on it, and it just it's just a great song in general, so let's go ahead and get on with uh, my number one pick, Primus with N.I.B.
Alright, we're coming up towards the end of the Radio Sucks radio show. We're doing cover versions this time. We've picked out some good ones today. We've had some great songs. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff I, I think you guys may not have heard in a while, if ever. Especially those first two we talked about. But uh... We should do a <laughs> um, Strangest Cover songs. I think so. List. I yeah. think so, because we, we talked about weeks. that. And, uh, you know, you can pick a ton of cover songs because there's a ton of cover songs out there and there's a ton of really good ones, too. You know, to pick five is kind of an injustice to the list because I could have probably easily put together a oh, top a 25 list easily. of, of yeah. awesome cover songs. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 20 of those could have been Anthrax by themselves. <laughs> you know, the the top 10 Anthrax cover songs. You probably or, could do Or the, the top 10 Sebastian Bach cover songs. We talk mm-hmm. about other guys that are good or at Wasp. it, too. Wasp does some good covers. Foo Fighters, I mean, they've done some pretty awesome covers over the, over the years. Uh, Marilyn Manson is kind of a cover master. You while know, you, he, he's done some cool stuff too. While we're on the subject of, <clears throat> before you give your number, we'll play we'll play the show out with your number one. And okay. um, bef- before we do that, um, I want to go ahead and mention some uh, listener suggestions because I put put this out last night okay. just to, for some listener suggestions, and we'll, I'll mention some of the ones that pe- that we may have missed or you know just didn't pick. You've got. Um, Johnny Cash covering "Hurt" by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, that's pretty popular. That's pretty cool. Uh, Pantera doing "Hole in the Sky." Yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. Of course, Megadeth doing uh, "No More Nip, Mr. Nice Guy." From yeah, Alice Cooper. Yeah, or uh, "Boots Are Made for Walking." Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Uh, you ever heard Faster Pussycats version of that? Uh huh. That's pretty awesome too. I have to check that one out. Uh, of course, the obvious choice: Motley Crue doing "Smoking in the Boys' Room." Yeah. 
Uh, new- that's what I figured when I did this list. I wasn't gonna pick "Smoking in the Boys' Room," and I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't gonna pick "Your Mama Don't Dance," you know, and the, this the cover songs that we've all heard a million times. Or Lenny Kravitz doing "American Woman." Yeah, that like wasn't a horrible. That probably cover wasn't of a horrible song. That probably wasn't gonna make my <laughs> list in either case. That was suggested, but uh, hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion, right? You know, nothing against Lenny Kravitz. I mean, he he does rock. But there was it's some not in- really my thing. There I was a couple of different ones that I I wasn't really aware to aware of, like "Death" doing "Painkiller" by Judas priest yeah like i'll have to check that one out i haven't heard that our godhead covering eleanor rigby by the beatles that's actually really cool so maybe that's, i'm about to get that really one on the cool maybe one. the strangest covers list I might make that one that might you know yeah we should do that maybe uh coming up soon we'll do one but yeah some great Eyeball ones covers. i will stay uh paunch uh guy steve paunch out from uh up, upper uh, peninsula michigan area suggested steve brown of trickster doing a million to one by kiss i'm sorry steve I love Kiss and I love a million to one, but anything with the name Trickster, I'm staying far away from. Yeah, <laughs> at least he's that. not uh, trying to get us to play the Youpers Thirty Point Buck. What is that? You ever heard that? Oh, no. it's, you'd have to be from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan or at least Wisconsin to know about that one. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but I want to thank everyone for the suggestions. Uh, thanks for the feedback, and we had some. Um, before we go, before we play Aaron's last song of the day. Um, going to go ahead and mention the website www.dbgeekshow.blogspot.com it was revamped and we're actually working on another revamp now it'll make it even cooler and better and everything so um that's going to be done got uh, facebook.com slash decibel geek mm-hmm. uh, give us some likes on there um twitter twitter uh, at decibel geek pod and biggest thing Come on iTunes, give us a review, give us a rating. That, yeah, that helps us reviews. the most. Uh, yeah, if you Just like us. Just take the time, you know, if you if you like us, you like what we're doing, you want us to continue doing it. Like I said, it's it's been the fan response that has lit, in the, lit the fire under our asses to make us do this once a week. Yeah. You know, it started out as just kind of a fun thing for us to goof around and do, you know, have a few beers on a Saturday night and hit record and see what happens. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of developed since then, and it's all been out of necessity because of the responses that we've been getting. Uh, you ready for the last song? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're going to get right into it. Uh, my last song of the episode is going to be, this is, I love this. This is probably my favorite cover song. Not because, you know, the original version of the song was the most greatest song ever, or even that this was, you know, technically a great song. It's the feeling and, mm-hmm. and what it represented at the time. Because this one came out in 2011. This song really kind of marked the moment when it was cool to like bands like Motley Crue and Poison again, because for a while there in the 90s, Very if, if you were to say, you know, get up in a crowded area and say, hey, I love Poison and I don't care who knows. <laughs> which you did. Which I, I have been known to do after a few beers, you know. Um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to jump up on a, on a table at a bar and say, I love Juice Newton. <laughs> I don't care who And you're going to run out the door. <laughs> I'll just tell everybody you're a one-ball man with your pecker in your hand, and you're off to the rodeo. That's a callback, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed that when I started playing this song, on you know even, even at as small as it was, Central Wisconsin's Pure Rock Z104, the requests for bands like Motley Crue, and Guns N' Roses, and you know, even you know the the smaller bands um, that weren't as quite as big as them, the the requests started coming back mm-hmm. again. You know, because bands like Crew always got requests. You know, a little bit. Poison's always got requests. You know, they're the bands that you know lasted through it and were the, like the originals. But this kind of brought back the whole genre where people really started wanting to hear this stuff again and realized, you know, hey, it's okay to like, you know glam metal and it's okay to like i hate the term hair bands you know and and these bands from the 80s so you know thank you to stevie rochelle for writing it 
I think it was a land landmark cover song that came out at the right time, said the right things, and really, honestly, this song I think is responsible for making it okay to like this brand of music again. So this is going to wrap up the show for us this week. Let's go ahead and get right to it. This is Tough. It came out in 2001 off of the History of Tough CD. If you guys get a chance, um, check out any Tough, any Stevie Rochelle stuff out there. I highly recommend it. Of course, he's also the lead singer of uh, Cheeseheads with Attitude. So, you know, he's good in my book. And he's from Wisconsin. But this is what brought it all back. Made it cool to like heavy metal again. It's Tough with American Hairband. We'll see you guys next time. See right you here later, folks. Come and get it. You thought
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 